This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Convince Me is such a great show, but they have too many guests, said no one. But today, we've listened to that one person who said that, and we don't have a guest. This is our follow-up episode where we check in on the things we've been convinced to do. When it comes to being convinced to do the stuff I'm convinced about, you're going to have to... Convinced about. (sighs) Hey guys, welcome to Convinced About. This is the show where a lot of hosts say they're going to do something and never follow up on it, skeptics obsessed with. That was the most honest intro we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe you wrote that down. It's crazy. I actually do a lot of improv, but when it comes to this show, I uh, write everything down as we've established. Uh, so this is the show where typically someone comes on and talks about a hobby or interest and gets us on board. I know, but I, I want to keep going. This is a follow episode. <laughs> Were we recording before? Jeff, I can't believe you wrote all this down. <laughs> And uh, today we're going to take a, a trip in, in the time machine. Uh, sorry, that was Ben farting. Um, but we're also going to take a trip in the time machine. Oh, there it is. That's the time machine. And uh, we're going to look at previous times we've said we've convinced to try something and uh, follow up and see if we actually went through with it. Uh, let's begin with uh, You Know Him, You Love Him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Jeff Kaufman. Hey, I was unsure if it was going to be me or Ben first. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, everybody knows and loves both of us. Everybody knows Everybody knows and loves both of us. That's true. Um, I feel like Ben maybe knows more people than I do, but I do think huh. that I have more meaningful connections with the person, mm. people that, you know. I'm, I'm less like, is more guy, personally. You're less is more. You know, Aristotle yeah. said we only need four close friends, and I have two, so. Yeah. What about that's our time friends. machine again? Friends, <laughs> friends, but it's uh, Aristotle. Oh, Aristotle's friends. yeah, Plato. Yeah. I've been like you. I've been trying to develop a new show. I've been trying to work yeah, on a new pilot. Hey, so I'm, hey, I'm in development. Here it is. Here it is. When is uh, Plato? Could I be wearing any more togas? Could I be or not to be? That's Shakespeare. That's Shakespeare. That's Shakespeare. You're Shakespeare. about uh, close. a thousand years off. They're close. A thousand years off. <laughs> Relatively close. Uh, and then next to me, I guess we'll just introduce everybody on the podcast before we get <laughs> into the This episode the feels table. like we've never recorded a podcast. Yeah. Well, we've so never far. recorded a follow-up episode. <laughs> so in a way. Uh, yeah. I'm to Jeff's left. I'm going to step out of the time machine here real quick. Let me open those doors. <laughs> And uh, here I am. I was I was a little too eager to go back in time, so I was already in there. This is Ben Castle, uh, co-host of Convince Me on Boardwalk Audio. Vice go to host. boardwalkaudio.com slash convince me. I'm the vice host. Uh, I used to be the viceroy, and now I'm the vice host. So congrats to me. Congrats. And, you, and you're also an uh, editor at Vice. 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 Senior editor. I'm an editor of Viceland. What are you working on these days? Viceroni. We're... Uh, Funny you say that. I know that's a good joke, and funny. it is. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. But, uh, we all. Say, I think good we're. Joke. It's good. Yeah, we've been on location in San Francisco. You guys familiar? It's in uh, yeah. SF. Uh, we call it Upstate California. Ah, uh, and we've been investigating the rice company Rice Aroni uh, to to figure out if it really is San Francisco treat preview. It's coming. It's coming this uh, two Sundays from now on HBO. A little preview for you. 
our vice investigation this isn't, this squad isn't plugs, man. has found it's uh <laughs> this is, isn't plugs all right well i'm not plugging anything but it's um 9 p.m eastern hbo sunday night vice news uh we found out it's in oakland that's not a same can i just say in this political climate i'm this is exactly what needs to be covered this one needs to be covered not enough stories on rice and uh, if you are looking forward to our Just Plugs episode, that'll be in a couple weeks as well. We just uh, talk about our favorite just plugs. plugs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just Plugs. Um, so in this episode, we're like looking back at things that we tried. We were convinced, basically, yes, right? exactly. Things we said, hello, and then we actually did them. So, uh, Jeff, did you want to start us off? What's something you said, I am going to do this? Because it's a rare occasion for you. Yeah. I'm going to start us off with a chunky one. Ooh, uh, Campbell's. One that I, one that I, uh, is it, where's their headquarters? And is it, uh, where, where's it? Campbell's headquarters? It's in Campbell's, Ohio. They live okay. up to the name. All right. Accurate. Wait a second. Let's get in that time machine real quick just to get back. Just to so it. we can undo some of the <laughs> stuff we've talked about that is <laughs> irrelevant. Uh, what episode are we traveling back to? We're traveling back to episode, I don't know the number. Weezer. Uh, it's a recent one. Oh, sure. You weren't even on it. 76. You were, 76. You weren't even on it. I, so that's the crazy thing. I wasn't Ooh, even, feel like I'm there. That was the time machine. I wasn't I wasn't on it. Uh, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Get in line. Listeners can relate to that. Keep this, going. You didn't listen to the whole episode? I didn't listen to the whole episode. I listened to like the first 20 minutes of it, honestly. Oh, wow. He's all about um, that drop off. You know, really if you and if you want to drop off right now, go ahead uh, to our listeners. There's no pressure. We're rambling. That's the thing about podcasting is you put it up and you it's there if you want it. But this there's is, so many. This is it. Jeff's philosophy. It doesn't have to be good. Doesn't have to be good. You don't have to try. Don't have to try. Comedy doesn't need jokes. Comedy doesn't need comedy. Shouldn't have jokes. But be sure to rewrite your pilots. Uh, I will say Blow this up. was on my list too. This is Excellent. one of my five. Number Excellent. 76, Matt oh, uh, I, I'm looking at mine, and uh, yep, me, me too. It, it was there. <laughs> so, uh, no, it actually wasn't, but I am trying to fit in. So let's let's get this. <laughs> well, you know, I think if I was on the episode, I would have been a convince. Uh, because, mm-hmm. well, because, you know, I listened to Weezer a little bit back in the day, but I never really thought about them as, you know, one of my bands. Um, <laughs> what are some of your Yeah, bands? what are your bands? Well, I don't really have that many bands because... Uh, as Aristotle said, I, you only need like three bands. You only need three bands. Yeah. Uh, I'm a less is more guy. I, I mean, I, I listen... Nowadays, I listen to a lot of Drake. Uh, SZA is, I've been listening SZA. to lately. I would call oh neither God. of these bands, but um, great. Right, exactly. Like, I don't really listen to bands anymore. Um, I used to listen to, like, a lot of emo stuff. You know, like I was Tickle in me, middle emo. school, I was into Taking Back Sunday, Taking Back Sunday, Motion City Soundtrack. I'm gonna beat my stuff. Tickle Me Emo. Joke. Tickle Me Emo. Oh, I didn't and, hear it. <laughs> but but you know, like I think there aren't that many bands that I like go Wait, to. Can I stop you for there? That's a really good joke. That, Tickle Me Emo. You guys like that? Earlier, I made a joke, Viceroni. I don't know something in the air today. I don't. We, heard, we heard that one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I guess. I guess. I just there aren't that many bands that I look at and I'm like, I, I will listen to this regularly. But they yeah. have like this poppy aspect to them that I really like because I like pop music. I like music that is obviously engineered for me to listen to like sixty times. And yeah. I think that Weezer does that. There's a rock band that does that well. So I was I was uh got me started on a little bit of a Weezer kick, and I've I've. They've made it into some of my Spotify playlists, which once you're in there, you're never really getting out. That's forever. You know, something we talked about on the back half of that episode that a drop-off might have missed 
was uh, they really like to take that Beatles approach to like writing really strong hooks, fun songs. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. And, and one other thing I would say, it got me started on this whole Weezer thing. There's there's a podcast song exploder which is love great. That. I would drop love off that. this episode and listen go, to it right honestly, now. Honestly, go turn um, it on. It's amazing. This, this, that's probably actually going to happen for some people. But anyway, uh, Rivers Cuomo went on it, and he has a very interesting approach to songwriting. Governor Rivers Cuomo, Governor. Of New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dropping jewels to keep going. Uh, Rivers Cuomo is on Song Exploder, and uh, he has a very interesting approach to songwriting, where he has like a spreadsheet with like, yes, phrases. That's right. Yeah. Um, so he'll like he'll just categorize he'll just any phrase that he thinks is interesting like uh, Governor Rivers Cuomo he'll like <laughs> write it down in the cell and then next to it like how many syllables is it where's the emphasis like all this stuff um, and I tried doing the same thing for like sketch ideas and like comedic mm-hmm. ideas and as it just from, did not from take his off. inspiration yeah wow it just has not and they're like not Jeff, been useful these sketches all. are just song lyrics yeah exactly <laughs> it did so it did not work at all. One of, um, one of your sketches was called The Sweater Song, yeah. I'm Done. Right. They were like, these are Weezer song lyrics. <laughs> what did you listen to? Um, did you put them all on there? Uh, like his, like, Weezer music? Uh-huh. Uh, I, you know, Pinkerton. Is, Pinkerton's is the one for like you. When I'm, yeah, that's what I was just going through over and over again. Um, the one I, I, I listened to that one twice after the episode, and it was very good, pretty dark. But the one that really stuck for me was Everything Will Be Alright in the End, which was the 2014. Interesting. I don't agree with that message, so I'm not going to listen to that. (laughs) It's really good that, if Thayer, I will say, if you haven't heard it, the last three songs are like a trilogy. It's really cool. It's an instrumental, and then the middle one has lyrics, and then an instrumental at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is funny, because my listening went up zero despite saying i was gonna listen to music more. in general <laughs> i actually stopped You're listening still to music zero. after that episode still a zero no, music no person. jazz records uh no i tried to insert a jazz record on my spotify playlist and a little bit of a tech issue Fair jazz enough. is dead actually jazz is alive in a lot of ways so that's that's what it's happened with Weezer. me and Weezer that Convince Me can impact lives even if you're not on the show and <laughs> even if we only listen about 20 minutes of an episode even it's 20 minutes awesome. seems generous but thank you uh so up. ben that was a duel yeah, that was a duel up. that was cool two birds right there and it did feel like we were dueling for the for the like, tension the attention like yeah. no i listen more no i listen more and uh you know this you know on brand for me i just sat back and criticized so that was good <laughs> uh let's let's move on to another that was a very fun recap it was uh, a fun week i'm sure our uh, listeners are really appreciating this episode I just thought of something. You guys remember when we were talking about Vice? Mm-hmm. What about Vice Aroni? I made that joke, and it still stands. It's amazing. Oh, wait. Yeah. You made that joke? I did. I'm a joke maker. Uh, it's not as good as... Uh, tick, what was the email one? The email was... Tickle me email. Oh, That's tickle great. me email. That's, That's funny. I'm, there's a lot more jokes coming up in this app. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, another one. Ben, what, what else did you follow up on that yes. really got your, you know, got yourself going? So, episode 14 was the Cleveland Whoa. Cavaliers, Breck Denny. Yeah, going way back. Wait a second. I just over-farted. Went all the way back to... <laughs> that time travel took me back to episode 14. That's a short. <laughs> I'm going to pair that with our last episode, episode... Or our two episodes ago, episode 88. I love a good pairing. Yeah. Carl Tart convinced us to like LeBron James. Now, here's the weird thing. Breck Denny's episode, where he was doing the whole Cavs team, I said, uh, no... 
I'm not going to be because he wanted to convince us they're the best team in the NBA, which I think is provably false. Uh, what are facts these days? Though? Yeah. We live in a post-fact world. He was very enthusiastic. Uh, and then Carl wanted to convince us that LeBron is the best player in the NBA, which I was convinced by. But I'll say this. I'm a Cavs fan right now. Cavs are doing Whoa. great. I watched the game last Sunday, um, however many days ago, that like nine days ago. It was a versus the Celtics. Uh, Thayer's uh, team. Oh. Did you see this team? This game? Uh, yeah, I wish I hadn't. Did you watch it for real? I watched some of it. It was fun uh, for me. We got <laughs> being beat. a neutral observer. Yeah, now you, now you, now you. I'm the one playing basketball. <laughs> it was fun because it was the Cavs' first game with this young lineup, and then uh, also Kyrie is now playing for the Celtics. It was former drama. Yeah. It was drama. LeBron had a great game, almost a triple double, and he didn't even play the fourth quarter. Very fun, and then I watched the All Star Game, which had a new format this year, which mm-hmm. was Steph's team versus LeBron's team. I watched that on vacation; it was really fun. LeBron got MVP, and guys, it's a it's a LeBron season. It's very fun. MVP, what does that mean? <laughs> Jeff, do you know what MVP means? Most uh, Viceroni Mallard, oh, Mallard Viceroni, Valvoline, Mallard Valvoline. I thought podiatrist. My <laughs> All right, that that you got me. All right, that one's better. This is how Jeff deals with uh, hecklers he's, in his stand-up yeah. set. Hey, you're the MVP. Mallard. And that <laughs> Valvoline podiatrist. Whoa. And then uh, the crowd goes nuts. People are just falling out. Yep. Uh, I will also say recent news with LeBron, uh, the, that Fox News anchor. Did you guys hear oh, about yeah. this? Telling I mean, him to shut up and dribble this? because he doesn't even have a college degree. And Oy. how dare he uh, talk about politics. Which I do find very uh, great for LeBron standing up for himself. That's a terrible thing for her to say, and yeah. very ignorant as well. But he, very strange to me is Fox a News. Fox News saying making fun of people for being uneducated yeah. is enemy very strange. The, enemy of I the mean, pod, Fox the, News. What yeah. are, what are, what, what's un, what's like you know surprising about Fox News? Like, I, how can you be? It it just feels. <sighs> it, so, you're, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. It seems so inconsistent though, because they're usually the ones saying, "Ah, you know, Barack Obama is such an elitist with yeah. his doctorate yeah. degree. Nobody can relate to him." And then they're like, "Ah, oh, this guy's only got a high school degree. He doesn't deserve to talk about politics." Like, so which maybe, one is it? I guess it's like a two year vocational yeah. degree. <laughs> if you've got a probably, welding degree, yeah, yeah, that's the one that's gonna be okay with you know, Fox. This is interesting. It's ma- this is making me realize we really have gotten into politics so little on this show. I think I think uh I feel like we've never talked about it's true. I mean, anything I political. I think that's for the best. This honestly. is like the first time I've ever felt uh, What are your this. views? You're a real green party guy, right? I'm a Jill real Stein. Greenman. You're Steiner. Um, no, I you know, I generally You're a Gloria Steinman. Generally when people start talking about politics and I'm there, I'm just like, "Oh, like what wh- like this is you, uh, just, you leave it in the voting booth. Like, I feel like if we were to actually talk about politics on an episode, I'd be like, whatever we have to say is probably pretty trivial because we're not, you know, it does not affect most. Well of us. read. Um, in uh, and uh, I'm speaking for myself. Are I'm you very well read? Yeah, uh, it's like you've never been on this pod before. New York Times. New York Times. You're listen to three political podcasts weekly. Convince me being one of them. And. Uh, <laughs> And I will say I am very. And by informed. listen, you mean you're recording. Twenty minutes in, you're yeah, listening right. while you're recording. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but I agree. We rarely get into it. I feel like because our show, our brand is a couple of loose gents on the town to uh, help you escape from the uh, everyday viceronies. Yeah, and we have a very conservative base, and we, you know, we want to 
satisfy them. What I have if, a two-year vocational degree in blacksmithing. <laughs> uh, how about this? There's a little fish. He's named Chris Caraba, lead singer of Dashboard Confessional. He gets lost. DC? This sounds political. And then uh, his parents have to go and uh, uh, try and find him. Well, just his dad, really. And they call it Finding Emo. Let's move on to the next. Uh, that was a great flashback into the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> also, I am retiring by Saroni. I've said it about nine times, which is uh, about nine times too many. So, uh, and then now it's Thayer's, Thayer's going to do one. So the good thing about this is there won't be too many interruptions. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> I would love some stat. If there's some stat heads listening, I'd love to see some most interruption uh you know what happens is the idea comes to me, and I just I gotta say, it. I think you classify an interruption as like a ten second, uh, ten seconds of one person's voice after, after like thirty they, 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 to sixty seconds. seconds. I will say though, when I skip around the podcast when I'm editing, I never get to my voice. I will say that I never get to my voice. It's always you guys. Well, because we do long. I think we do longer chunks, and then but like that's it's, like if, if that's you, the old way. We said this was going to be chunky. <laughs> I did. We warn did have you a guys. chunky. I did warn you. We had guys. a chunky uh, warning. All so, right. Thayer, let's get in that time machine. What do you got? <laughs> We're here. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Episode ten. Uh, Ooh, ten. Ten. Throwing it way back. Back when this podcast had heart. Any guesses what episode ten was? Thay- um, Jeff. Jeff. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh no, no, that was, that was like, like three. three. Damn it! I knew that. Episode 10 is... Uh, Coloring books? No, it's no that, was, that was early. Uh, episode 10 was... Movie theaters? Nope. The Cuban Missile Crisis? Yeah, that convinced me it didn't happen. And uh, What was it? What was it for? It was Tarot, believe it or not. Ah! Tarot. And believe it or not, this is a, this is a 180, because I said no on the pod. But I've since gone to two psychics. One for Tarot and one just straight up let me predict your future and let me tell you the experiences were i mean it's always very fun gone to two psychics two psychics what were the prices high really actually no one was like and what was it tell us, tell us this experiences yeah, yeah yeah one was so uh, went to this person's house i think it was like i don't know maybe like 30 dollars but like to know your future i'll pay that every day did you just wander in or did you i mean they knew, they knew i was coming oh, okay <laughs> They knew it was coming. No matter so, what. That's right. Uh, and then no, this was like recommended through a friend. And this was like a tarot sat down. Uh, she did the cards and like had the, I mean, I will say it's genius what these psychics do. Uh, they just like cast this extremely wide net. Am I talking too long, dude? Just let me no, know. No, I think this is a good link. This <laughs> okay. is a good link. Uh, it's Chunky. A- it's a trick. extremely wide net of like, hey, something dark's happening in your life. And you're like, not really. But then they get you on this path to start finding it. And then they'll be like, there's someone. They actually told me like there's an effeminate man in your life causing problems. And I'm like, I'm like, my convinced me squad, maybe? I don't know. I mean, but they fi- get you searching. Uh, and then I think the fun part is like, are these predictions they make that have no business? They said January uh, 2019, I'll have a big script, so watch out for that. We'll plug that. Did they know you were a writer? Uh, they did ask. Uh, that's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be incredible I mean, if they didn't that'd know. Insane, yeah. Yeah. That'd be insane. Uh, in L.A. Yeah, oh. in L.A., pretty easy shot. Yeah. Easy shot to take. Yeah, like, you're either a Laker or a script writer. And the one of the other is very small. 
fraction of, <laughs> Very small. of the population. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of like. I mean, getting in the door, they asked me if I could dunk straight up. That's yeah. the first. Yeah. That's a, kind of a good. So you can filter. see they're going between those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see. They got their little tricks, you that's know, right. to figure out whether you're a Laker or not. But they like. That's why I don't believe yeah. in any of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it is. Like Did they a, ask you if you were more of a Kobe or a Jed Apatow? <laughs> they're like, I'm sensing two men in your life. <laughs> One. What were you saying? Sorry, as a basketball. Yeah, as a basketball. Uh, I was saying I th- feel like. It is a weird form of like positive affirmation, mm. which we are aware I'm not a huge fan of, but like it is essentially them telling you like things are going to work out this way without necessarily having to put like the work in, uh, which that's why I think like if you're actually going there to solve your problems, you need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting just like what they throw at you and how you react. And I think if you view it as like a kind of self-reflecting, you're basically like throwing stuff and just like trying to get reactions from it but uh i honestly enjoyed it obviously some of it i was just like this is ridiculous no way but it is pretty it was entertaining and i'm definitely gonna do it again probably like once every really? six months oh wow absolutely let me ask you as and a the t- seeing yeah, the cards too was pretty fun oh so they yeah the tarot was the card yeah, yeah. was this zach zach yes zach fresh 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 for, for shit yeah french fences us that yeah it was a confusing title it was zach Frechette, French fists, fences. French fists, French fists, French fists, which is a hand with <laughs> follow up after after you've experienced this twice. Do you think there's any like supernatural element or any kind of like no, no way, or is it more like a cool way to like uh, like you said like reflect your own? Yeah, I think it is just like another way to kind of influence your own decision, just like something to throw against as opposed to just talking out with yourself. It's like. Here's what these cards are saying. Like, And, I mean, as much as I knock that wide, very broad net they take at the beginning, it can lead you down a path that maybe you were going down yeah, or you're steering it a little yeah. bit. In we, a way. We, yeah. get into, uh, we get into, like, you know, loop, like thinking loops of, like, I think, you know, this, this, loops. a lot of therapy is supposed to be, like, unwinding, like, these weird loops that you're, you know, you've brought yourself into things that, like, lies you're telling yourself mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, so the approach I'm of just like with the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah, exactly. Like the approach of bringing something in completely random and just like blowing up, blowing up your like you would maybe blow up your pilot if you well, feel you like hate it's, my you're pilot? stifled. What's up, dude? Do you hate my pilot? Um, I'm, I was just saying to Thayer before this. I think I think if you wrote a first draft to your pilot, it was actually a second draft, which is embarrassing oh, for okay. me. A well, pilot is like a script you write for a first episode of a show. You didn't like yeah. it. Um, no, I liked it, but I think you should, you know, if you feel like you're at like, uh, you know, 60% of what you want or something, it's not too late to just blow it up and start over. That's, I love doing it. That's, that's my, that's just a personal piece of advice. Not really targeted towards based on my reading of yours. predicted this. Yeah. I am effeminate. That's the thing. This effeminate man would be coming after my work. I'm I'm thinking about it, you know? You know what? Talk to me in January, 2019. But you probably can't reach me because I'll be super famous because of this script. <laughs> I, w- I will say about taro, when I get a boba tea, if I'm tired of the regular flavor. Love taro milk. Yeah. Yeah. I Go mean, this guy, we've we, gone to boba. Well, he's seen me order it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. Uh, is there any relation, correlation there? If I drink taro milk, is, am I you know, buying into my future in some way? You get like a three princess card or a death out of your boba tea. I'm certainly ready to die. Speaking of... Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, but that was fun. I would definitely recommend it. It, it can be a little pricey. Absolutely. Mm. But, you know, a small price. You know me. I'm always investing in 
my unpredictable future. So <laughs> I play the lottery. I mean, this is me. I yeah. live in fantasy. Yeah. I live in a fantasy you world. You to tarot. <laughs> ah. Can we go back and change the title of that episode? <laughs> um, ooh, I think it's time for a quick ooh, commercial, a commercial break. break. We're moving real slow. We're moving slow over here. <laughs> Um, maybe we'll get about nine in. It's good. Uh, it's kind of like a herald this episode. Yeah. Um, Harold's our good friend. We'll be right Take back. <laughs> hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me, and today I want to talk about Diet Flex Nutra Supplements. Diet Flex is a formula you can add to your smoothies to provide an extra boost of protein. You know, protein, that little thing that replicates your DNA. You've heard of DNA, right? It's the little thing that carries genetic instructions for your body's growth and development. <laughs> Dietflex tastes great, and it's made with all natural ingredients. And unlike other supplements, it doesn't contain aconite, which is known to cause joint pain. You've heard of your joints, right? Those little old things that allow you to move your bones around. And I think you may have heard of your bones at one point, those often forgotten things that give your body its structure. Go to dietflex.com to learn more about this amazing supplement and to learn some fundamental concepts in biology, go to Wikipedia. We'll see you at the Wikipedia. Hey guys, quick cue for y'all. Do you guys uh you guys like being safe? Well, let me tell you how you can stay safe. You can stay connected 24/7 with the Amazon Cloud Cam indoor security camera. Well, they got Cam in there twice. Uh, it does work with <laughs> Alexa, uh, which I have. I don't have the camera. Although I will say a 24-hour stream of me would be sad but entertaining, I would say. Uh, you can see clearly in the dark, which I currently can't do. Wow. Can you guys? No. Okay. No. Two-way audio. You can check in. Wait, you can so t- with tell the your dogs. Dark thing. Yeah. With the dark thing, if you wanted to go around your house at night but not turn the lights on could you hold the cloud cam in front of you and then hold your laptop to view the the image sounds like you need to visit around. to wikipedia about yeah, I think uh, so. I how think so. general vision works uh in theory though yes yeah absolutely because this thing can do pretty much anything uh works with alexa as i said which i have which is my one of my three friends which i mentioned earlier is mm-hmm. my alexa mm-hmm. uh cloud cam's intelligence lives where yeah in the cloud uh, look it up. So it's always getting smarter. And, uh, you know, to get your Amazon Cloud Cam, you should go to HTTP colon backslash backslash B. You know what? This joke's going to take too long. Go to BoardWalkAudio.com <laughs> slash Cloud Cam. That's BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cloud Clam. And <laughs> be safe out there. <laughs> And we'll see you at the birdwalkaudio.com slash cloudclam. Oh, they love it. And we're back. Uh, thank you to cloudcam slash clam. And thank you to uh, protein. What was it? Protein? Whatever. Whatever. Oh, you know what? I was thinking about that commercial. Maybe just blow it up. It's time to blow it up. Jeff hates my pilot. This is college boy, too. Um... Anyway, that's for our. Team. I think this is. I think. I think it's important to like take all feedback when you're mm-hmm. and if you're a writer. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to take feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, like with a positive viewpoint. It's like my my th- my I thing take is never very personal. My thing is never going to be perfect, right? Like, so yeah. all the feedback I can get is is good. Like, yeah. I want as much as possible. And you can discern. You can take and leave some of it. You right. Can you can always discern. You can always... But... Uh, but but to, to assume it's all in a spirit to make it better. 
Yeah, and 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 looking for the feedback to, you know, you know, confirm that this thing is perfect. Honestly, it's uh, none of it's perfect. And I mean, this is a great attitude to have whether you're a scriptwriter or a Los Angeles Laker. Take that feedback. Only two options Do in this world. Basketball players get feedback. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know that God. guy over there in the suit? That's their coach. He's he, he kind of like the head them? writer. He's kind of like the head yeah. writer. So is he emailing? Yeah, yeah he emails after them after play, every yeah. play. He'll be like, here's a, a, a few well, notes. I'm going to be sending some emails to the Lakers. For it's tough, though, because they can't check their phones during the game. So mm-hmm. they got to read them all. After. After. They got to hope they're practicing zero inbox. They're they're a printing only. They print out plays. They print them out. Uh, That was a fun uh, little (laughs) mapping of script writing and basketball. But I'll tell you what else is fun. Hearing about our times we followed up on the Convinced Me Squads Pods. Uh, Squads Pods. Squads Pods. Squads Pods. Now, Jeff... You've done some other things beyond mm. the first thing. It's getting pretty thin already, guys. Uh, my second thing today is from episode 73, Letters with Alyssa Sabo. <gasps> That's on my list, Double up. Well, yeah, this is a fun. <laughs> this is a double fun. up. Double it's up. happened twice. So I double, think... double up. Double, double up. Double. In and out. In and out. Uh... This has happened twice where my thing has been one of your guys' things. So I think that's really good because we're about 30 minutes in and we've only done three. Feels like a lot longer. Same pages. Let's continue. So same pages. Speaking of pages, letters. I have not written any yet. What the? Oh, so that's your follow up? (sighs) This sucks. But I plan to. I just, I recently left my job and I have this plan. You know, it's, I have a lot of plans, and it's hard to fill. Blow them up. Hard to hard to do everything in a day. Nothing's perfect. Um, and you know, I, I have a plan to write some letters to some of the people that I worked with that were really oh, important to me. That because I feel like I left a big part of my life behind at BuzzFeed, and there were a few people who were really impactful. And you know, you, you don't really get the chance to say it in person. It's hard to it's hard to say. You don't want to pull people aside. So what I'm planning on doing is writing out, you know, typing out a letter and printing oh, it out. Not handwritten. Not handwritten, but I'm going to print it out and put it on a nice paper and then oh, mail very it nice. to them. Can I get a, just like a sample? Is it like um, 14 reasons why you were great to work with in the 80s? This is why I quit. In the 80s. In the 80s. That was a great That's touch. Good. That's, a, good That's touch. a really nice touch. Um, uh, what, I mean, one of the yeah. things I want to say to, you know, the one of the guys I worked with who... I think sort of was early on. He was my mentor really. Um, and then the other one is to my boss who later on was my mentor. So it was two of my mentors and mm. kind of talk about how they shaped me and how I modeled myself after them for a while and that, how that helped me and um, really make sure they know that they're appreciated. And are you going to do like a male merge dear insert name? You were such a great Meant, meant. Well, meant. Both are mentors, yeah, so, so I can just it. put that in there. So it's basically just need to switch. One's the name. a man and one's a woman, so th- there's going to be some pronoun issues. <laughs> oh, dear <laughs> and yeah. dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D e a r and D e a r. Oh, I thought it was D e r e. Oh, anyway, we're having a blast. So you got some that you're planning to write? Yeah, they're they're definitely hard plans. Like it's going to happen. I just you know. I'm 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 a procrastinator. Mm. And that's that's, there's what, no honestly, that's what writers do. They yeah. procrast and yeah. then they blow it up. Thayer, why don't we set him a deadline? Blow it up this Friday. This Friday. This Friday is tomorrow. 
Yeah. Oh, so whoa. you're really, oh, no, dude. You're really. How long does it take to write a letter? I want it to be special. Oh, you're like a one word a day. I, this is word my problem. Day. I you're obsess day, over yeah. things too much. It's taken me a year to write my. You pilot. know what? Then? I've blown it up three times. <laughs> Eight p.m. tonight. Oh, I want to see a text. God. Proof of this okay. letter. I hate to out. say it. It's seven fifty-six. A.M. We like to get it started early here. <laughs> How about you there, letters? Uh, I wrote two letters, and I have to say two of the biggest regrets of my life in the past year, but it was a great Writing thing those letters? Do. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. What were they? Oh, I wrote them to someone that... Mentored you? Mentored I mean, me. Let me just say, your expression right now is as if I'm pushing you into this, yeah. but you absolutely brought it I up. I did bring this up. <laughs> I, did push. Push. I mean, you because you you wrote you had it as one of your things, <laughs> so you knew what we were. Getting I know, into. but I, I didn't mean to spoil this part. Uh, was this I, to a to a lady? It was to a lady uh, uh, who uh, she she broke my. Well, I'm not sure if I have a heart, but whatever is supposed to be there. Okay, <laughs> and I wrote her a letter, and it was so. Uh, embarrassing. I mean, I guess there's the part of me now mm. tries to say it's cool that you could feel that way about someone at some point. Yep. But uh, I think it's good to blow it, it up. Ever, I would blow your heart. Talk about regrets. Oh my god, dude. Just like the sappiest, saddest version of me Aww. written down. No, I've done stuff like that. I I've, mean, I've done yeah. some some really romantic been, yes. stuff that just like it. Like I look back at it, and I'm like, like cringe. Like I was. I was a broken person yeah. when I wrote yeah. this. I was really I messed up. That. And I, yeah, it I is do that great, a lot. though, to be vulnerable and, and express emotion, though. I'll say th- that's not regretful. I don't know what was in the letter. Oh, But being open to another person and sharing how you feel is great. Yeah. I but think that a, was, was what Alyssa wanted. There's like a, yeah, there's a level of embarrassment about it, I think. Because like, I just... I don't know. Like, I, I look think that's, back. A, that's a gendered thing, maybe? Not because, necessarily. Or, or, or well, I just might not be catching what you're... Well, it's, it's yeah. interesting when you look back at something you did, and you're like, I can't imagine my mental state when I did mm. this Yes. Thing. And that's, like, yes. that's always mm. tough, because then you lose, like, trust in yourself. Like, what if, what if I wake up tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have this amazing idea. I'm going to start a business, right? Like, I want to be able to trust when I... Like, my own brain... But then sometimes you write a letter that says shit yeah. <laughs> is insane. Like, yeah, I, mean, I feel like later. this is the perpetual you know? thing with comedy too, though. It's like you write something, and you're just like, yeah, this yes. is so hilarious. Yes. And then like you look at it like a month or oh, whatever sure. later, and you're just like, a cold light of day. What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. And like That's sometimes I'm so gung ho. Initially, the excitement's all there, and same with like the sadness. You're so sad, so you just get it out, and then it's like not until you have that perspective. Uh, and it's the same thing like when I make my music too. If I make something that's like not horrible, I'm like, well, this must be amazing because I made it. And then it's like a week later, I'm like, you shared this with people? <laughs> yeah. This is horrendous. I think Fair. the, the oh, making can't be something that you like stigmatize and like are afraid of. But yeah. The, the, yeah. there's the publishing, the, public, yeah. the sharing. Yeah. Like, hmm. how much of your music have you shared? Not much, not much. But, but then you know you've texted a little bit. You've sent a little. It's pretty embarrassing. Bit. But but it's like embarrassing. you you want to there's the the publishing is the wall and uh, I'm pretty sure these letters were published to the audience of one. To an audience of one. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't but know. It's she out them. there. It's like that's the other thing. It's like what if what if she's saving it as blackmail? <laughs> I mean, there's blackmail, and then I think at the time are they blackmail worthy? Do you think? Or are they're, they just? Do you emotional. just feel like they're too sappy? They're very emotional. See, that's what I'm saying. Emotions are great, though. What's I, What's bad? Like, honestly, help me understand what's embarrassing. I about just it. Feel, is it just because you feel differently about that person now? Mostly, uh, definitely that. And I think too, just like the contrast between like 
I mean, I think just like being that kind of desperate and honestly giving up a lot of um, your power, not necessarily that relationships are this power struggle. Don't worry, I'm in therapy, but I'm saying that like, <laughs> I'm just saying that like when you are just like giving yourself like all to someone who's like already said no, then it's like, what? what is that? Mm. That is, then see, you're left I see, I see. in your own pool of tears rolling around. Yeah. Well, I'll say but, uh, very cool sorry about now. for that experience, man. That, that I mean, it stinks. was great. It was great. Yeah. I actually remember that episode. Uh, we're getting re- very real on this pod today. It feels great. Oh, oh yeah. This, this, has been, yeah. this has been a good segment. Uh, I will say like that episode, I was so... Uh, I was obviously in a pretty vulnerable place at that time, but like I was so moved by Alyssa's just like authenticity when mm-hmm. she was writing these letters. And I was just like, this is so nice so like people are this genuine still yeah. and i was like i have to write these regardless and it was a she great was doing a character by the way yeah she Alyssa told me <laughs> she was playing a character she yeah. turned out to be my uh ex-girlfriend in disguise yeah. just oh like my God. waiting to get this that is dark uh i will say that's great and uh i'm i think it's great that you that you took that leap then that's awesome that's good. Or shortly thereafter, I went to the psychic. It was a <laughs> dark time. It was a dark time in my life. These are all ca- are all yours connected. I mean, it's pretty this, much. Pretty yeah, I much. can't wait to see how mukbang plays into this. <laughs> then I binged. <laughs> I did eighty burritos. I Fifty burritos. Didn't film it though because the publishing thing. Uh, so that was that was letters. You know, that was real. That was good. Yeah, Felt a good. twofer. Uh, I'll do another one yeah, if that's all right. Yeah, that would be great. I got a quick one here. N- episode forty-two. <laughs> Oh, we're back there. Uh, investing with Amana Doomer. Amon came on to convince us Whoa. to invest money. Forgot that. Ben has lost $20,000. <laughs> we're recording this from a cardboard box. <laughs> I invested very wisely. Amon was talking a lot about day trading, which lately uh, the stock market has taken a turn south. So if you were day trading, you could have really given us a lot of money. It yeah. is the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Migration. Yeah, I, I liked it. Birds. I was like, going to say, like, uh, it's taken a turn south. So, like, businesses like KFC and maybe, like, uh, like a Houston, like, sports team have both done well. Uh, whereas uh, the New York Times, maybe, is not doing so well because that's in the north. <laughs> We've hit this joke, oh my like, goodness. Times, which is fantastic. I felt like I was drowning in those words. Those are... Uh, great joke, Jeff. Um, I opened a Roth IRA. Feedback. Any feedback? <laughs> Are you guys familiar? Blow it up. IRA. I've heard yeah. of a. Uh, it's like a like it's really hoppy um, like drink. It's, uh, it's a hop- yeah yeah. And the, and the cool thing is you can age whiskey in IRA ba- barrels. No, it's a I, it's a Roth IRA. It's an investment account. So um, uh, IRA really cool guy. <laughs> Jeff, you're on fire. <laughs> Wow, tickle me emo over here. Uh, and last time I looked, which was before the market downturn, I'd gained six percent on my on my investment. That's pretty quick. Probably lost nine percent now. Oh, yeah. But it's a long term thing. You're not supposed yes. to uh, take money out of it until after you're fifty five, or else you get tax oh, God, that's uh, penalties. Wow. So anyway, that's investing. I'm on a doomer. I, I can't believe you did that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like a with stakes. I mean, not that my emotional stakes are belittled here. But yeah, that's... I mean, it's like a nice dinner out as stakes. I, mean, I think 6% is more than a nice dinner out. Hey. Could be uh, a dinner followed by breakfast immediately. Yeah. Immediately. The, the best <laughs> back thing. Back to back. Which brings us to Sizzler, which I 
did not put on my list, and I'm not going. To. I, I have not gone. gone. It's, there, where is a Sizzler? Uh, right uh, in Koreatown. Oh, Martin really? Third. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. We could all go sometime if you guys want to. I, I mean, go. if I'm going to eat in Koreatown, it's probably not Sizzler. I know. I <laughs> that would be yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a no for me. Sorry, Alfred. Sorry. Um. Sorry. <laughs> let's Sorry. take another. <laughs> Sorry. Take another breaky. Let's take another breaky. Nice. We all love our lip caterpillars, under-the-nose unibrows, our Tom Selleck's. I'm talking mustaches, guys. Mustaches. But as any mustachioed person will tell you, you gotta stay away from certain foods or you'll look like a dang fool. Well, no more. Introducing Mike Musk's Mustache Mouth Guard. Make your mustache... <laughs> make your mustache mash potato-free by manipulating Mike Musk's Mustache Mouth Guard, making your mandible... <laughs> make your mustache mash potato-free by manipulating Mike's Musk's Mustache Mouth Guard, making your mandible manumitted to masticate mindful of... <laughs> mindfully of your mustache's makeshift munition. Make your mustache mashed potato free by manipulating Mike Musk's mustache mouth guard, making your mandible manumitted to masticate mindfully of your mustache's makeshift munition. If you want to eat without fear of a gross stash, remember, you must ask for Mike Musk's mustache mouth guard. That was a a fever dream. (laughs) That was amazing. That's how I would describe it. Big thanks to Mike Musk's mustache. That was audio from an episode of uh, Twin Peaks, actually. (laughs) I like to try things three times if I can't get it. Yeah. And the third wasn't perfect, but I tried it three times. You know, feedback. Feedback Nothing's perfect. Feedback and blow it up. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Blow it up. Blow it up. This is a good character. Blow me up. Blow it up, guy. Blow it up, I'll guy. be writing that down for later. Blow me up, you know, We haven't been uh, moving quickly through these, but I think uh, we spent a lot of valuable time discussing what actually compels us to be convinced and follow through on things. Mm. Uh, and maybe yeah. there's a bigger life lesson there. You know, mm-hmm. stop lying on this podcast about what you're going to do. <laughs> this is Thayer's uh, high horse about this, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, uh, the know. power of Christ compels me. Uh, that is our good friend, Christ Jones, friend of the pod. Uh, now, uh, we've been talking a lot about a lot of stuff. Let's continue the talk with uh, another another visit from Jeff Kaufman's Convincey oh, Drawers. Um, I, I would say, you know, I, I have two things written down. Okay. Uh, we had an episode 39 with Frankie Wagner. Call, uh, about Pinterest and oh, Pinterest, and I did use it for a little while, and I, I go back to it every now and then for like uh, you know room design stuff. Mm-hmm. But I really haven't gotten into it, and I think like it just like I can't do another app. I think like yeah. I can't really commit to one. Um, but I see what I, I I see the use of it. Um, I think if I was like buying a house or something, it would be all over right, it. right. So if you were like talking to the guest on that episode, you'd be like, "Hey, I tried Pinterest, but it didn't take." You know what, Frankie? Go to Hollywood. Why go to Hollywood? You guys never heard of Frankie Goes Hollywood. to Hollywood? Yeah. That one is for our older listeners. Yeah. Yep. So is the power of Christ compels you? You know what, Ferris? <laughs> take a day off. Um, oh, that's so. That, I would talk goes about to Hollywood. I would also talk about <laughs> episode sixty-three. Uh, convince, uh, convince me. 
Oh, um, I have episode 63. You do. Uh, duel. Oh, it's a duel. A double duel. You're not going to blow it up. Anyway. 63. 63. What happened? Kids TV. Kids TV. Kids TV. Um, I watched a lot of Degrassi Next Class for a little while. It was kind of like the thing. After this? Yeah, I was watching it. And Candace, like, started me on it, but then I kept watching it, like, alone, which is kind of weird. Oh, wow. So it, Candace you know. Carazales was your roommate at yes, one point. Yes, yes. And, and it, I think Kids TV is best as a social watch, you know, because mm. you get to laugh at it. You get to watch a little ironically. But honestly... I was watching Degrassi Next Class alone, and it was pretty mm-hmm. entertaining. It's comforting, in a way. It's comforting. It's light. It's like it. It's simple. Um, and then there are really funny moments that happen, and you want to tell people about it. But even if you can't, you know, it might be good for the old spoof satire bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if I'm looking yes, for some tropes to satire mm-hmm. later on. <laughs> but it, Why does that feel I, so gross? I was watching TV, and I would say to myself, I'm going to put that in the spoof bank. <laughs> I just spoofed. I was spoofing all night last night. You were a real Mel Brooks. Spoofing all over everything. The other thing that that she talked about that I feel like I'm sort of like turned on since is like writing for kids TV. Like I Mm -hmm. would love to do that. So I'm thinking about. I actually recently wrote a pilot for kids and someone told me to blow it up. I will say I watched uh, Lost and Found Music Studio the first two episodes. Oh. Have you you've seen it, right? Yeah, it's I've hilarious. It before, yeah. Luke and Leia are the leads of this show. That like no relation to Star Wars. No relation. They, yeah. They're just oh, Luke and Leia, and they're like love interest. No, the well, creator said Luke. it was an accident. Amazing. My mom it's made in Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and your name's Han Solo. Uh, I will say. What was very surprising to me about it was the production value is very high. Like it's a single yeah. cam. No, it's it looks looks good, pretty good. I also watched uh, one of my other ones is episode forty nine, Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Ooh, Michelle Gabbard. Yep, and I watched one episode of that as well. I will say, like Lost and Found Music Studio, much better despite having, I'm sure, a way lower budget than Buffy. Buffy had a pretty big budget for a TV show, uh, but Lost and Found looks better, but is very weird on its own accord like there's a character who appoints himself like a snack person and keeps making snacks for people and the snacks make no sense and he's he's yeah he, it's like, like water and too. yeah yeah he wraps, guy, yeah he wraps very weird it's a weird thing he wraps yeah. like people are like hey man thanks for your encouragement and then he'll just like start being like I feel a, a great debt to you because you made me see me in a new light, brother. Yeah, it's so like, whoa, right. this is what's little, going on? It's a little awkward, but I, I just spoofed a little bit. <laughs> uh, how does that work? What does that mean? It means he, he has some notes written down yep. about the great, sketch great, he's going to yeah, write. Yeah, yeah, spoofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I'm sorry. I know I should do this privately. Yep. I just spoofed a little bit. I think you can spoof in public. I feel like that's a thing. I mean, I'm very spoof positive. Oh, sure. I spoofed my pants. Um, I wrote down a note about a sketch and put it in my pants. And out came a DVD copy of Airplane 2, the sequel. Airplane <laughs> 2, the, the sequel. sequel. Is that so what it's called? I'm pretty sure that's what oh, it's called. Oh, that's great. Uh, I, didn't, yeah. I was like, oh, it's so funny that I think that's funny, <laughs> but that's the fucking name of it. <laughs> and you know, it's a comedy movie, so it should be funny. That's LOL. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. So I think we got time for... Uh, one to two more. I mean, I just covered two. I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll wrap up my Buffy thing. Yeah, wrap it up. Because I kind of transitioned into that. This was episode 49. Um, I will say I loved it. I watched the musical episode. Musical episode is insane. 
they uh they do a whole musical um that's i guess what's a regular buffy plot that show is nuts. Oh, once more with feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's once great. more with feeling. We watched that over and over again. That's a very interesting choice from that show. It's very well. Here's here's the things that surprise. Well, she Aaron had talked about it quite a bit, right. and so I was like, I want to see a Buffy musical. That sounds hilarious, yeah. and it was very funny. Uh, it's very funny to watch the people who are clearly not strong singers but trying very hard. I like that a lot. It's encouraging. Uh, it's cool to watch, but surprising to me how sexual the show is. There's um. Who's the woman, uh, the actress that went on to be in uh, How I Met Your Mother? Um, oh, Allison, Allison Hannigan? Something like Han- that. Is that right? Han- Her character is a lesbian on this show, uh, which was very groundbreaking breaking at the time. But there's like a very sexy scene uh, that's very, feels feels like, um, uh, you know how like Cinemax or HBO shows will be like, it's been 20 minutes. Let's have a sex scene. It felt like that. And yeah. there was a whole song about it. And they're like, it was oh, very. This is during the musical episode. During, and there, there's, it's during a song. So but like, very like oh, steamy. Oh. Yeah. It oh. A, <laughs> it was an opera. I think you just spoofed. I may have spoofed again. <laughs> I think uh, I spoofed it. <laughs> it was very, it was weird because it's a WB show. And I was like, wow, this is weird. And, and to be in a musical is like Rent or something. Um, but also hilarious songs. They. They have such crazy costuming and masks for like vampires. Mm-hmm. Just a weird show. So that was I enjoyed it, but did not watch another episode. Well, a good, a good experience. That, that yep. counts as a follow through to the that max. Counts as a follow through to the max. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Viceroni. Thank you, thank yep. you. Because I had it written down, but I forgot. I feel like uh, Dave Letterman. Really important. Just like mm. Mm. Viceroni. Viceroni. <laughs> he would use that joke every. Yeah, episode. he would. Every episode. Viceroni. I mean, to think if he hadn't done it, we probably would have been pioneers. Yeah. But instead, we're just cheap knockoffs once again. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a nice nice thing to say about us. I will say my next episode, also pretty recent, staying up late. I did it. Really? Yep. How late? Uh, two. Wow. This was July Diaz's episode. July Diaz's episode. I apologize. I just had it up. Very recent. 80. 80. 80. Because the way I was saying 80, it seemed like another number was going to come after it. 80, 80. But it turned out to just be 80, 80. You know, 9,700 episodes <laughs> in. Imagine? Still. Can you imagine? This has got to be the drop-off point. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If, they're still, if you're yeah. still with us, just give yourself a pat on the back. Go treat yourself. Uh, stayed up late. I mean, I know people skip ahead to hear the little clip we put at the end sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually probably say 90% of our listeners don't realize that clip is there. <laughs> but uh, I did stay up late, and I have been doing it. I will say... The problem is the next day, because mm-hmm. I'm still getting up at my normal time. Oh, really? Yep. No good. Uh, no good. No. Because my body's like, well, let's. You're, we're doing this, but uh, I, I, I has been fun sometimes just to be like, mm. you know, you kind of feel like a rebellious teen. You're just that's like, cool. whatever. And then the next day, you feel like an irresponsible adult, you know. But that's just a natural transition, anyway. But uh, I will say it's been fun. I even like you know, got into ordered some like food from a terrible spot at like one a.m. and just like to keep me up. 
And, uh, you know, you feel like an absolute garbage person. Then, like, walking into the room the next day, just seeing, like, the takeout that I mm. clearly didn't put away because mm-hmm. I was too tired. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, this is a sad scene in here. But at the time, enjoyable. And then, of course, you know, when I get sad, I write letters, very vulnerable letters. So. That's what I was going to ask. Is this connected to the other... It seemed like there was a running theme of maybe heartbreak there, there motivating was. a lot of these I mean, choices. sure. I think, yeah, just, uh, you know, trying to regain regain control, you know what I mean? Just uh, binge eating, staying up late, having no care for myself. Blow it up. I'm trying to blow up my body. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I wonder what the results will be. Not good. Oh, oh no, Jeff, you got a little glasses issue over this there? It seems like the time to fix your glasses. I'm glad Jeff's doing I that. I think these belong to Kyle Gaughan, actually. Friend of the pod. I found these recently. In, in my... fact, the pod came out recently. Yeah. Uh, Here yeah. one day and Kyle Gaughan the next. Now, <laughs> now uh, we have talked a lot. We have time for one more. We do? Uno mas, Jeffrey. You got one? Do, uh, I, I don't. I, I got one. I Episode those. 11. Whoa. Andrew Lind convincing us about movie theaters. This is... Now, here's what I, I, as I was... Off. If you haven't dropped off yet, just get out. I loved this episode in retrospect. Uh, it was great. I love Andrew. Uh, he has a new sh- Inner Sanctum show. Definitely check it out. If you're it's called in Sketch LA. Idol, correct? Yep. It's called yeah. Sketch yeah. Idol. If you're in LA, you're into people with bad opinions uh, judging sketch comedy, definitely yeah, check, check that, that out. Show if up. you're into judges that pick not the right group then yeah, check if, it if out. you want to go and see comedy get robbed and get uh you know very upset about it i definitely check out the show we're not bitter we recently lost several former guests in that show the last last one i went to mm-hmm. um eileen soon couple hosts team went out went out <laughs> oh were you guys in it it seems like you have strong opinions about this show did something happen <laughs> anyway sorry uh movie theaters andrew lind i will say I got movie pass, so I've been going to a lot of theaters. What I wasn't convinced about is popcorn. And let me tell you, I have not been getting popcorn. You, you, give you one guess why, Thayer. What's your, what's your guess? Why hasn't Ben been getting popcorn? It's too fucking good. That's Jeff, and that's wrong. It's too fucking bad. Nope, both wrong. Too expensive. It is very uh, expensive. It you is know, I could get a whole bag of popping corn at Trader Joe's for two dollars. Pop it to my heart's content. It'll last me like a month. You guys get that frozen popcorn? <laughs> wow, not a bad idea. That's you know what bad. my sister does is she brings M and M's to the movies. I love and puts it in the popcorn, and it's so good. It's so I've mixed good. the sweet. Now I'm a rich little piece of shit so when i go to ArcLight, i get the popcorn and the sweet oh a boston popcorn, boston popcorn and i mix them oh, mix them in oh nice wow. you ever eat those with a hot dog i do say hot dog like that yeah uh which is cool i love it it's a great affectation you guys i came up uh i think this is relevant I came not up you with a, a cool tagline okay i came up with a cool tagline boston <laughs> i came up with a cool tagline for movie pass it goes Big uh, beans uh this is a tagline for movie pass <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to have to pass on paying out of the nose to go to the movie theater. I think I'm going to have to pass, meaning use movie pass. Yeah. So pass on. But you're passing on paying, arc out, light. paying out the nose yeah. to go to the movie theater. Do you, are you a movie passman, right? I'm a movie passman. I used it yesterday to see Black Panther. Great movie. Oh, that, I hope we can plug that. Uh, that one you know what? Let's help this thing get to the top of the box office. It needs our push. It really does. You know what? It is time for plugs, actually, so let's do it. Yeah, I'm going to plug 
uh, Black Panther. Let's help. If, if if this thing gets to the top of the box office, we're going to know how many of you out there went to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't. We haven't been looking at our stats, but this is how we'll know. If every one of you buys one ticket, we'll know. Okay, that's how many tickets were sold to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's how many convinced we, me listeners. We will go manually to each movie theater. We'll count how many were specifically from you guys. We'll count them up. We'll get back here. We'll find out how many listeners we right have. Now, I think it's at about one ninety-four million dollars gross budget. You, so it, once it gets to, you know, if it gets to one ninety-five, one ninety-six, we'll divide that by the net price of a ticket. I thought you were talking about Ben's IRA. Oof, I bet <laughs> it's doing great. Uh, I will plug uh, Dumb Nerds, a podcast Thayer and I were on, and we made fun of Jeff at the end, which is very fun. And she made fun of you without us in the postscript. So listen to that, Jeff. That'll be fun. Thayer and I were on talking at Dumb Nerds talking about Nintendo 64. I heard of it's it. It's a great listen. Uh, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds. And while you're there, click on over to convince me and support our artists. Separtis. Uh, uh Jeff, you got any plugs, dude? Nothing to plug this week. Blow it up. Um Yeah. I would just I would just say uh, you know, follow me uh, at Jeff K Live. Uh, follow up on Twitter. Live. Follow up live. I tried to get a you know, both of you guys, I tried the one time I'm on Twitter trying to get a virtual zip zap zap going. That's what was going on. I saw it out of order, I think. It was so it was so annoying. And it came up on my phone backwards. It's Jeff was in it and Friends then, of the pod, July and, Andrew. and then July beefed it. Both then, of them. Then we did it to Andrew, beefed it. Did to Ben, no response. That's what happened. I saw yeah. it and then uh the, somebody somebody replied, oh, What Keenan, are you doing? Yeah, was like, so I saw guys? what are you doing, Zap Zip? <laughs> yeah. I was like, What is this? I tried to get it going again. Uh I, this is funny. The irony is this will probably be our least listened to episode and I have the most to plug, which is great. What do you got to plug? I got Dumb Nerds. Definitely check that out. Uh, I'm on IMD Weed. Oh, great. Yeah, boy. And at the end of March, I was recently on this insane millennial dating show that I have no idea how nice. I got a part of. I was supposed to kind of play a asshole, and I certainly come off as such in <laughs> real life as well, but heightened version of that What's uh, the on show? this show. It's called... Uh, Love and Gen Y 2.0. It's the second season. Uh, and you should check where's, it out. Where is it here? I think it'll be on the YouTubes, but I'll certainly send out a link when I, oh, got, that, when I got that info. How do you end, like the letter N? Like Gen is in generation. Love in Gen Y. Love and, and Gen is in Gen Love Fisher. and Love Gen, and Gen Y. God, sorry. Yeah, Jennifer Y. We're all part of Gen- Jennifer H and Y. Uh, <laughs> so let's get back to the present. <laughs> Be a little bit on this mic. Sorry about that. It's okay. Tickle me. You use the same mic every week, so it'll be fun. That's true. Tickle uh, me emo. So now we're back to the present. Definitely check that stuff out. And uh, if you're still listening, wow. Thanks for going on this journey into our past. And uh, next time you, you want to hear, hear something. Wacky, wacky and woolly. I think we should blow that up. Yeah. It's going uh, <laughs> to be right here, though. Uh, convince me. Saint Emo's fire. <laughs> We're here. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.